Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shred's Takes. I'm your host, Michael Shredder, and I'm really excited to talk today. Today's going to be a way more hypothetical, relaxed sports topic. I don't necessarily want to talk about specific issues. I just kind of want to talk about more broader kind of topics and talk about maybe athletes' roles in those topics and what I feel is important about sports in different issues in general. The one specific thing I want to talk about, though, is the idea of James Harden being a top five player. And I believe in my mind that James Harden is not a top five player because I can name seven guys who are better than him. And I'm going to give you a few reasons why later. Um, but that's like the specific thing I want to talk about. But the first thing I want to talk about is I want I talked about it a little bit in my podcast on Friday. But I wanted to talk about how I believe I think it's unbelievable that some athletes like LeBron James, Chris Paul, and others are using their platform to fight for social injustice, help people in natural disasters, build schools, in LeBron's case. And I think that is what sports really is all about because I think that sports is a beacon and a platform for people to come together and fight for issues and find a common solution and, you know, be able to solve those issues and make people aware that racism is not okay in this country and needs to be further advocating people who are in, you know, unfortunate circumstances need to have better help provided to them, maybe better education, building more schools, et cetera. That's why I always respected a guy like LeBron James because he fights for those problems when, you know, when, you know, politicians are saying the wrong things about minorities or, you know, you have targetings of minorities occurring in areas of Georgia or whatever, you know, you, you have to, as an athlete, take your stand and come together and talk about these issues and find ways to help those people as an athlete. Cause an athlete, you, as an athlete, you have a huge platform to help society. And that's always, I think the important piece of all this kind of stuff is that you got to make sure you use your platform to better yourself and also better the people around you. You want to, if you want to be a leader someday, obviously sports is a great way to learn that because you learn to face so many different levels of adversity, which I don't think many times some other people understand because they look at athletes in one way as just guys who are, maybe not um, not being able to relate to social situations because all they do is play sports. And if anything, the fact that a guy like Tom Brady is going and fighting against racism and, and looking for a search for COVID 
I think shows a lot of the social issues that athletes can fight for and should be inspired to do. And I think that's always important because I think that's actually the most important thing about sports is learning life lessons so you can fight on issues that you think are worthy and important for you and for the people around you to fight for. For me, I think it's important to talk about social injustice and fight for the issues that are going on in minority communities that are targeted of racism and prejudice from a lot of people who, do, who aren't looking, whoever, whose agendas, I guess, are not in the way of helping those people succeed. So that's always when I think, when I think about sports, I think sports and how sports can help society, that's really where the way it can help because in sports, you have people from different cultures, different ethnic groups, different socioeconomic backgrounds that come together to play for a goal and to play a sport for a goal is to win and to be successful. And by using those challenges in sports, you can fight those issues in your neighborhoods and in your society because you understand what it takes to be successful because of all the challenges it takes to win championships and to win games generally. I also want to talk about, with that being in mind, the Donald Sterling case, that's, there's a documentary coming out about that soon. And it's just going back to the same issues that I just spoke about now, is that Donald Sterling was, I think, one of the worst things that happened to the NBA ever. And the fact that he was an owner for that long is just egregious to me because you can't have a guy like that running your team. And the fact that the Clippers took the stand that they did but I, is really important, not just because you're fighting for social injustice, but you're fighting to not tolerate guys like that in our league. And that's, the, that's I think, the crucial piece. Adam Silver is respected as a commissioner because of what he did, because he banned Donald Sterling for life. That is what you need to do in these situations. When someone is acting in an unjust way toward the guys in your team and society, you need to find a way to solve it, that everyone will remain happy, and the NBA or sports world will remain in a more positive state than you found it. You want to have your legacy become a more successful one at the end of your term as a commissioner or as a player than when you first started. And I'm really intrigued to watch that documentary because I definitely want to see the behind the scenes about how Doc Rivers was able to try and handle the situation, how he was able to act as that voice for those players and allow those players to also speak out about these issues and fight for themselves and fight for their cultures. I think that's always a crucial piece of all this kind of stuff. I also think that the fact that Tom Brady is fighting against racism and COVID is something that I think is great. And even though I personally never liked Tom Brady, not because of the person he is, but just because he just wins so much, the fact that he's willing to do that is just shows the level of classiness and maturity within a player like that, that he's willing to do that and fight for people and look for federal investigations into that, you know, horrible targeting case that occurred in February. So this never happens again, right? This is what sports is about. And that's, that's just really what I wanted to speak about right now is that sports is just a, it's an avenue for you to, as a person to use your platform to help people succeed and to help people speak about issues that you think are worth talking about and that need to be brought up in a way that's civilized 
and that you can use evidence that you found to really make a huge difference. And that's what is the important piece about sports, in my opinion. Now to a letter topic, obviously, I'm, I, you know, this is like, I like to do these kind of things on my, on my pl platform because I think it's, it's always great to hear sports writers' opinions about who they believe the best players are and everything like that. But I'm going to talk about, number one, why I don't believe James Harden is a top five player. And I think the pros and cons of what you can learn from him as a player compared to maybe some of the other guys in the list I have above him and where you can use those skill sets to improve your game and improve yourself as a person. Because I think there's nothing – It's nothing, I'm not knocking these guys as people as much in this, but it's more like I'm going to be using what their traits are in terms of saying how you can really better yourself as a basketball player and what you can learn from each player. So getting right into it, James Harden is not a top five player in my opinion. He's ranked sixth in the list, and I, don't, I think that's even till, still a little high for him. And people are to say, well, why do you believe that? He's a, great, he's a great scorer. He does all these great things on the offensive end. What does he – I mean, he he's has seven assists. That's awesome. Congratulations to him. Besides that, what does he really do besides score? Does he defend? Not really. Is he a great leader? No. Is he a guy that has won, has, has won with good teams? No. And when I mean win, I mean get out of the West – and a lot of times, can even get out of the second round. He's been a high seed for so many years, and they lose in a second round a lot for a team that has had that much success. Makes no sense to me. So, <laughs> I guess you're going to ask, who do I take above James Harden? Well, there are really obvious choices for that. LeBron James. Why LeBron James? Well, if anyone is, has any understanding of basketball, it's obvious why LeBron James is better than James Harden. I don't think there really needs to be much discussion there. But for those who need, who, who aren't as obviously as knowledgeable in basketball, I'll, I'll explain it, why I think LeBron James is better than James Harden. Better passer, better defender, better leader, has proven to win more games and win when it matters most more often than James Harden can defend multiple positions, can play multiple positions offensively. I mean, and he's one of the greatest players to ever play. There's no debate there. Kawhi Leonard. Why is Kawhi Leonard better than James Harden? Again, I'll, I'll make it in simple terms. Better defender. He won a finals MVP for basically being a defender. He's one of the best defenders in the league. Constantly first team or second team all defense. James Harden never makes that. 26-point-a-game score, efficient score. And he had one of the best playoff runs in NBA history. Look at his, what he averaged in points. That's just what I, what I want to say there. So that's the important piece there to take away. Kawhi Leonard is just better. No debate there. He, he's won two finals, and he's won two finals MVPs. James Harden's never been to a finals and he's choked in the Western Conference Finals and Western Conference Semifinals year after year to the Warriors or the Spurs. And he hasn't even played well in the first-round games he's won, too, besides the OKC series when Russell Westbrook won MVP. Haven't really seen a lot of great playoff series from James Harden. Okay, so three. When healthy, again, I'm going to mind. KD is much better than James Harden. Much better. More efficient score. Better defender. A guy that has proven in clutch situations to be big time. He's won two finals MVPs. 
people are going to say, oh, he's on the Warriors. If James Harden's on the Warriors, they would have won too. Yeah, maybe. But Kevin Durant outplayed LeBron James or played at his level for two straight finals. I, maybe 27, not as much, but 2018, yes. And he had a better run than Kawhi Leonard before he got hurt in terms of how many points he was averaging and had the efficiency of how he was scoring. Kevin Durant is the best player in the league, arguably, when healthy. Because he can do so many things. He can guard multiple positions. He can play multiple positions offensively. He's a pretty good passer. He's a really efficient scorer. He's a guy you can trust in the clutch. Can you really trust James Harden in the clutch? I don't think so. Number four, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis can do multiple things on the court that James Harden can't. And when I make this list too, sorry for preference, this is, these are guys I want to build a team around. Because James Harden's a great scorer, but these are guys I want to build a team around. That's where I put these top players in the game. It's who I built, want to build a team around. You would totally build a team around Anthony Davis or James Harden. Because he can block shots, defend multiple positions, he can rebound really well, he runs the floor well, he can handle the ball, he's super versatile offensively. And he's shown to be able to carry teams. And now with the Lakers, you're seeing the true Anthony Davis, a guy who can just dominate games as a second option or a first option. It doesn't really matter. Anthony Davis is a better basketball player than James Harden in terms of a team you want to build your team around. It's just the truth. He does more stuff on the court than James Harden does. Number five, Giannis Attemptacumpo. Giannis Attemptacumpo, I would totally build a team around, and I think he's a better player than James Harden. He does more stuff on the offensive end in terms of being way more versatile in what he can do. James Harden's a better scorer? Sure. Giannis is a way better percentage because Giannis scores in the paint. Giannis is a much better defender than James Harden. Better rebounder than James Harden. Has a better PER than James Harden this year. PER basically takes everything in offense into account. It's a player efficiency on the offensive end. And you're telling me that James Harden look, – just look at the PER. Giannis is the best PER in the league right now up until this point. He did last year. That's why he won MVP. And I think that's always what goes into a lot of these debates is what can this guy do for your team – the other guy can't. Giannis can defend. He can rebound better. He's scoring almost as many points in a more efficient way. There's no debate there. Number six, Steph Curry. I'd rather build my team around Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter you ever see ever in basketball. He's also a three-time champion. He's also a guy that's a great leader, a guy you want to be around. He's very inclusive of his teammates. He made KD feel welcomed. He gave KD the reins and gave him the keys to the team, basically. Steph Curry is a guy I definitely would take over Harden. Definitely would. Definitely. Makes your team better because he, he, he constantly makes the defense moving because of the way he plays. Your team's going to be way more efficient offensively that way. Number seven, Damian Lillard. I would take Damian Lillard over Harden any day of the week. Why? He's proven to be way more clutch 
and his team isn't nearly as good, and he took him to the Western Conference Finals in 2019. That team was not good at all. It was him and C.J. McCollum. They beat Denver, and Denver was a good team. And those four games, it wasn't like they got blown out. But Damon Lillard has proven to be clutch. He beat Russell Westbrook and Paul George and Steven Adams by himself. He torts Westbrook. And some people say that Westbrook might be better than Harden. I, I'm, not, I'm not going that far, but Damian Lillard is a – there's a reason they call him Dame time for a reason. He's so clutch. Yeah, he may have not had the level of success that James Harden had, but he has not had the team that James Harden's had. And then I probably put James Harden after them. That's where I rank him. Because I just don't think James Harden is as clutch or as proven or does as many things as those other guys do. But he is the best scorer in the game because I think Dan Tony's offense makes it easy for him to average 34 points a game. Without him there, he was a 27, 26-point-a-game scorer. With Dan Tony there, he's averaged 30-something, 30 35 the last couple of years. Because Dan Tony basically said, you're going to be the point guard and we're just going to inflate your numbers because that's what I've done with point guards like Steve Nash in the past. Steve Nash won a 14-point-a-game score to 18 points, and his assists went way up with Dan Tony the year that he won back-to-back MVPs. Steve Nash is one of the greatest point guards of all time. I'm not debating that, but and he still would have been anyway. But Dan Tony obviously helped him in the circumstances because does Dan Tony might be one of the best offensive-minded coaches ever? The fact that he can just put people in his position to be successful is unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. And I think that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. So you know, obviously some interesting issues that I talked about today in today's podcast. It's a little bit shorter one than usual, but. I wanted to speak about things that I think were important for what sports can bring for our, as athletes, a platform for us to engage in a lot of social issues that I think need our attention. But I also thought it was just interesting always to bring up debates about who, what these rankings of players and that kind of stuff. So, you know, whatever. I think that, you know, from from what I told you, there's certain things you guys can definitely take away from those other players. And I think also with these kind of debates too, you always want to say, you know, why is that guy not ahead of him? But also saying, you know, not to giving away the, the – not disrespecting the greatness of these players. So, again, uh, keep in touch for more podcasts coming up Friday and Sunday. I'm having guests on uh, next week, so that will be more, way more interesting, obviously, because you'll have some guys spurring some debate and watch you have a lot more conversation back and forth. So – Again, I'm moving up to have podcasts hopefully within a week or so. So keep in tune for that. And also follow my Instagram, Shreds Podcast, if you guys want more information about my new episodes coming up and when I move over to Apple Podcasts, et cetera. Love to hear what you guys think. And as always, feel free to shoot me an email or DM me on my Instagram or comment on my post for more things you want me to talk about and things that, even from this episode, things you want to talk about, have me talk about more. So I appreciate that. And I hope you guys all have a good Sunday. Thank you.